Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and as always, maybe, possibly, some surprises. I'm one of your hosts, DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. See, I let you at least one time a year and get through the whole thing without me interrupting. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's letting, this this is happening. (laughs) It's all happening. It's your one time. Yeah. It's my freebie. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. For the rest of the year, you're going to give me a hard time. I am. Oh, Okay. One other, one other name. Don't I give you a hard time? Well, that's true. Yeah. So, so uh, welcome to the first episode of 2021, the year that we're in now. Yeah. That's it. I'm not giving any other description right now. No. Nope. 2021, the year. TBD. It's a year. <laughs> TBD. T- to be determined. <laughs> yes. How you doing, Chris? Good. Good. Uh, rest. Refreshed. Good. At least in one aspect. Yes. So that's good. We we, we haven't had an episode since before Christmas, if that's I know. correct. So yeah. what? What is there anything we need to uh, mention that happened, or did you get anything good for Christmas? I got some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My wife went all Mando for me. Yeah. Uh, I got a wall hanging Boba Fett helmet that lights up at night. It's gorgeous. Sweet. It's sitting right here. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> nice little Mando movie poster. We're going to redo the office. So That thing is... She, she is allowing me to accentuate the office with my Star Wars. Story. The Mando poster is glorious. Yeah. It's very well made. It's, it's a, a beautiful it, poster. And it, it's very spaghetti westernish. ish mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, man with no name, Clint Eastwood style. Mando with no name. Yeah. Except he got one. Yeah, he did. It's Din. Yeah. Which Din means like a loud noise. Yeah. I guess he does make a loud noise. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Or others make a loud noise when they see him. Yeah, they do. The oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anything else? Uh, We lost family video. That's no good. That's the sadness for all movies everywhere. It is. But it. it will live on. It will In Stranger on. Things season four. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, no, it is, and and you know, my wife works for the corporate office, and it definitely wasn't a uh, an easy time. Yeah. Luckily, you know, the the corporation itself has other avenues. So. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, with everything being so shut down, yeah, that was no good last year. That that just really hit them. That was the thing. That was the nail in the coffin. The nail. Honestly, they they would have survived and had some other, you know, aspects to change and and could have survived. Right. But that, that was just it. you know, with so many people making you know all these smaller businesses. Yeah. And, and when you think about it. Yes, it was a it's a big corporation, but they're small individual businesses. Yeah, and and the kind of lockdown is really yeah it's so really tough on them. everything. Yeah, if you so. have a local video store that's still open in your area, go give them a hug. Yeah, go give them a hug. Also, you said the phrase "nail in the coffin," mm-hmm. and I just now thought that's a weird phrase because it's almost as if like maybe they it's not dead yet until you nail the coffin no well i mean think of it this way is is it's not completely sealed there's still that ounce of hope that they might leap forth from the coffin that they're already in with (laughs) the lid on i mean you know that implies that they're already in there and it's covered up and you're going yeah well not necessarily i don't know know how this works you've seen dracula i've heard of it (laughs) i have heard you've read poetry (laughs) that's true so true 
I guess if it's a vampire situation, yeah, it, well, it might be a different story. I mean, I for God's know. sakes, we've seen some politicians that seem like they've been around since <laughs> the turn of the century. Yes, we have. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, what else happened over Christmas? Um, honestly, not much. Not I mean, much. just just relaxing. Had they had a nice little. Christmas actually had two Christmases. A merry little Christmas. Merry, a, a merry two duo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had one on Christmas, and then had one uh, like a Tuesday. Nice, you know, Tuesday Christmas always good. A Tuesday Christmas. So maybe that'll replace Taco Tuesday. I Christmas don't think so. Tuesday. Christmas Tuesday. Uh, I had an interesting Christmas. Uh, yeah. Probably my favorite thing that happened was that my mom gave me. A few gifts, which was nice. Uh-huh. Uh, what if I just ended the story there? <laughs> I got some presents. Yeah. Um, so my mom gave me some gifts, and one the last one I opened was a little box. Uh-huh. And on the box, it said, To Dustin from Superman. And I said, okay, so this is from Superman. Yeah. What is Superman giving me? Why does it say this? Uh-huh. And I open it, and she's giving me... I'm a big fan of like little trinkets and fiddly right. things, right? And she's given me a fidget spinner. Uh-huh. I was a very hyperactive child, right. and, and mom knows that that's the kind of thing that helps me out. It really does, actually, though. Right. Um, and it's a it's a fidget spinner in mm-hmm. a little box. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and I look at it, and it is covered in pizza slices and space. It's this right here. I'm holding yeah, it up to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you for the listener. Oh. <laughs> Chris, look in front of you. It's right here. So it's obviously pizza slices floating right, in space, right, right. right? That's the design. Okay. So then I was like, oh, that's nice. Thanks. And then I was like, wait, why? Why did it I say from Superman? Superman? Yeah. And she's like, wasn't that the Superman symbol on there? <laughs> no, mom. It's pizzas floating in space. I said, mom, you might need to schedule an eye exam. Uh so that was that really funny. Yeah, yeah, that really made me laugh. So, so it's like the concept of like Superman wanted me to have this. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vicious minute with pizza. Well, <laughs> well pizza oh, in space, Superman. In space. Okay, you know, uh, no, he doesn't have to breathe that much. But for God's sakes, going across galaxies, he's got to eat. He's got to eat. So that was uh, really funny to me. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm going to try not to fidget with it while we do it. I, I know early in the show, I think I did that one time. I was fiddling with it, and it was like making a noise. Like, What's click, that click, noise? Click. Yeah, I won't do it. Uh, anything else cool? Uh, you know, New Year's Eve was not very eventful. No, so I played some PlayStation VR. And had I, I had a couple of my daughter's teammates at the house, so, you know. Sure. That was about it. You a know, sleepover. A slumber party. Yep. Yeah. Great, so. great. Well... What about uh, anything news-wise? Um, we did get some some images on stuff. Oh, yes, Mortal Kombat. Yes, Mortal Kombat and Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yes. So we got a few shots of that. G-V-S-K. But, but we can start with the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Um, I know there is a new character. Yes, he's one of the main characters, too, he, right? He is one of the main characters. Apparently, like a, like a... I don't know if you would call him like a failed... He's like a mixed martial artist. Mixed martial artist. He's, like UFC, not doing He's down on his luck. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but um, I know in the first ten minutes, we see Scorpion die before he becomes Scorpion. Scorpion. So it's almost that... Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Scorpion. <laughs> Scorpion. Sub Zero. 
<laughs> so off the rails. <laughs> but I know, and and the fact that it was confirmed that Mortal Kombat is an R movie. Yeah, it better be. So we're going to see some serious fatalities. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. That is fun. I, I do feel like of all the properties you could adapt to film, Mortal Kombat seems pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's like you can be pretty loose with the story. Right. Because they all are. All the games are. You can kind of pick and choose the things that you like from the mythology. Right. But, uh, you know, as long as the action is good and the kills are good and the fatalities are there and, like, you know, I want to see Raiden. I want to see – you know, there's things you got to see like Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Raiden, right. you know, the, the main guys. I hope Johnny Cage some, punches someone in the – Well, and, and that's the one thing. We did not see any Johnny Cage yeah. pictures. It's interesting. And they haven't been confirmed that – He's got to be in it. I, I mean, you would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen, you know, you got Jax with the robot arms. He looks great, by the way. He did I think Jax looks perfect. Although, I thought it was hilarious. Somebody made a comment. It looked like Steve Harvey. No. <laughs> with the mustache. No. No. The now, now it's something you can never unsee. Don't ruin it for me. Jax is one of my favorite characters. I hope he rips someone in half with those arms. <laughs> pulls off someone's head i hope he really does yeah i want it i want it to happen i mean there is the potential it is an r movie for violence uh-huh. so um, those look good I, I think everyone looks perfectly cast like it, it looks fine yeah I, I don't have any real worries about it but although mortal Kombat is not something i'm super particular about i enjoy them i grew up playing them i love oh, them yeah but i i think it's like i said it's like you can be pretty loose with mortal Kombat and it still be pretty pretty much dead on I mean, obviously, we've seen the other movies. Do you think we'll see any of the more fantastical characters, something like a Goro or a um, Shiva? I don't know. I don't know if they'll get to that. Even though, you know, Goro was that first he's big in the boss. First movie. Yeah. yeah, he's in the first game. Yeah, and that was rough. You're not <laughs> in kidding. the movie. He's unbeatable. Yeah. Oh, well, not in no. The movie. no, in the movie, he's perfect. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. So $500 sunglasses, uh, asshole. asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Legendary when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, I'm interested. I love, so a lot of the story that you get in the games, especially the original ones Mm -hmm. is told through the backgrounds yeah, the stages. Yeah. And I always was really interested in like what was going on back there in those backgrounds. And like uh, one that always sticks out to me is the, uh, there's some, there's a room with this, the whole back wall is open and there are these floating platforms and these like floating monks. Yeah. And there's a portal and it's like, what is this? Like, I want to know what this is about. I would like to see more of this. I'd like maybe a little explanation and the forest with the trees that come alive in Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. That's creepy stuff. That, I think I had a nightmare about that when I was a kid. (laughs) Uh, And I just love the concept of the trees having faces and being being terrifying. They're like jack-o'-lantern trees. Kind of, yeah. And then they're just being people in the woods like that could come out and fight you i'd love that idea yeah um so i hope we get to see maybe some of those evil woods i mean that would be interesting to have a little more backstory on the on the things and i mean because let's be honest i mean other than seeing how scorpion became scorpion we really haven't seen huh is he gonna have a skull head like he's supposed to they haven't showed like ghost rider i mean the only time they've showed is on the scene where he's being killed by right. Sub Zero, how is more, uh, Nicolas Cage not played Scorpion? Oh God! It seems like he would want to. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, totally, casting wise. Yeah, but. I was gonna say that's <laughs> that's totally off the rails on that one too. So as I like, yes, as I like. Crazy train. I, I do worry. I I don't worry. I, I do wonder about the uh, 
more fantastical elements. I, I I like it the idea of it being a grounded movie, but I I do want there to be like insane. Like I hope Raiden has lightning powers and can fly. Well, I'm I'm seeing you know they've shown the shot of Sub Zero and him like sprinting the ice right. in front. But, so but we know could, that some of that is. But they be... could pull some like oh well it's actually like a mechanism in his glove that does the ice. I hope it's I, not. I that. don't think so. I hope it's a mystical. I think it's going to have some kind of mystical. It element needs to have to that. I mean, it wouldn't be honestly. It wouldn't be Mortal Kombat. I, it wouldn't feel like. Yeah, Mortal you think Kombat. so, and I think so. But do the producers think so? Well. We're going to find we out. You're see. on notice, producers. Yes. James Wan, if that's really your name. <laughs> He's a director I know and love. Yeah. I was going to say, wait a minute. <laughs> I love the Conjuring yeah. movies. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, then we had um, – and it was kind of a lot of those scenes we saw um, flash with the whole thing that Warner Brothers is doing with HBO Max. Yeah. So apparently they're going to every movie that comes out this year is going to have a thirty day window, right? On like they did with Wonder Woman. What like they did with Wonder Woman? So it'll be in theaters. Then theaters are open, mm-hmm. and then it's going to have a thirty day window on HBO Max. Yes. So interesting. Now, what's, when's Mortal Kombat scheduled for? Is it April? I think th- I think that's what I didn't I'm, they swap. They, it was originally going to be sooner, and then they swapped. Yeah. It with, with Kong, was right. it? right? Because I think that's going to be in March. Yeah. Yeah, but that I mean the couple of shot quick shots we saw that that looks just it's fan service. That's all we want. I mean see. it's it's Godzilla and Kong going toe to toe. Just doing. I mean it. it's you know, yeah. Basically, it was a Mortal Kombat scene they showed. Mortal the, Kong bat. Kong bat. Yeah, Kong that's bat. what I said. <laughs> what else? So, so we're looking. You know, Suicide Squad. Oh, is I, coming to W. You know the the uh, HBO Max right. and some of the other. I need to tell you that I watched. Harley Quinn, uh-huh. the movie, this the Birds of Prey, right? And I also watched Wonder Woman, as okay. we talked about. Yeah. Uh, slight spoilers for the discussion later, but I I might have liked uh, the the Harley Quinn movie more than Wonder Woman. Maybe. Do you disagree? That's still honestly not saying a lot. Well, you're right. I did <laughs> because I really didn't like yeah the Birds of Prey movie, but I like I like parts of it, and it seemed to be at least like. It knew what it was. It knew what it was. It was consistent. And the action was quite fun. Yeah. There was some great action. Actually, lots of little things that were, you could tell they put the time in to really make the action more interesting. Like, uh, just one example, when you see uh, the crossbow killer come in and shoot the guys at the restaurant, she could have just gone, you know, blam, 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 and shot them all once. But she does these crazy movements and, like, shoots the one guy a couple times and then does a dodge and throws the thing. Right. It's, like, way more interesting to look at, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was... I mean, and not to sound this way, but, like, the fight scenes and stuff, a lot were eye candy. Uh, yeah, like I mean, her, her in the police station with a like it's not realistic at all. No, there is zero no. percent realism no, in that movie. There's no, no reality whatsoever. Yeah, she's got that like confetti cannon and she's knocking people out. I guess. Yeah, I, I didn't buy it at all. But it was. Like, I guess it was supposed to be like you know you see the sandbag rounds, except it was. Right. It's visually fun. Yeah, that was. That's really, what I mean. Yeah. It's it's the the whole movie. I wasn't a big fan of it because. I mean, being a Batman fan, yeah. the Black Mask character was... I like Black Mask. I did not like him. I, I, I love Ewan McGregor. He's great. And He's... I did not care for him whatsoever. I had a little trouble with his accent. It yeah. was It was just... It wasn't like movie-breaking or anything, but I was like, ooh, if we... He, have you ever seen uh, Moulin Rouge? Uh, yeah, but I, it's not my kind of thing. His, the way he kind of... His accent... 
he's really doing those R's. He, yeah, he, I mean, <sighs> and then big like, oh, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Some Well, some of his dialogue was rough, yeah. I thought. When he has to just say like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a phrase that's just not all swear words, but right. I mean, most of his dialogue was just like expletive, expletive. Yeah, yeah. Which, whatever, we can say those on this, but right. what I mean is I didn't love him. I like when he put the mask on, but he put the mask on for like five minutes. Yeah. He looked right. They got, I mean, how do you get I mean, it wrong? The, the look suit. was right, but I mean... It's, it's a suit and some gloves and a mask. And, and I did not like Victor Zaz. I thought Zaz was dead on, personally. I don't think he was. I think he was dead on. I, I thought he was not... He had, the, he had the vibe of like, he could go nuts at any moment to me. He had the real dangerous vibe to me. I liked Zaz, actually. I thought Zaz was pretty, yeah, see, pretty perfect. I thought he was not... I mean, because, I mean, the way it was... He's usually portrayed in the comic books. He's a little more serial killer. Oh yeah. Like I mean, I, I got that but, he could be, but he's more of like um. He's peeling people's I'm faces gonna, off. Well, I know that. No, but he's more of that. Not kind of over the top when he was with Black Mask. The way he kind of acted, I feel like he was over the top. He was more. Black Mask he, was over the top. Well, he was no, the one I know. Him in. Yeah, but he just he's not a henchman kind of person. He's more like the guy that he's in the corner, like, sizing up, okay, which one am I going to kill now? Yeah. I and, get, and yes, that's, that, that's a version of him, I guess. But right. I, I thought he was just fine, and, and I thought maybe the best villain in the movie was Zaz, to be honest. I mean, like I said, not saying much. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, that definitely he he was, but I, I don't think he was quite Another question I have is, like, right. is, is Harley Quinn, is she really dumb? Or is she a genius? Is she really ditzy and falling over all the time? Or is she like the best acrobat in the world? I, it's like it's, it wants it both one. ways. Yeah, it wants it both ways, and it's it's not, it's so like like I said, it's, it's there's no reality to this film. Well, that's whatsoever. why I told it's you all fantasy. Yeah, with her, like the fight scenes, she's you know one minute she's kicking everybody's ass. Yeah, and then the next minute, you know, she's going toe to toe with Rosie Perez, that you can tell is not a fighter. Yeah. And, you know, she's having trouble with her. Right. So yeah, it's like... It's oh, a very selective... It, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree. But anyway, it's a dumb superhero movie, so what am I what am I really complaining about? Well... It's, you know, whatever. But I, I I thought it was fine. At least it tried to have fun and whatever. It was over the top and pretty to look I at. I mean, and the thing was, is like you said, it's it knew what it was. Yeah. It knew that it was over the top. It had one direction to go, and it went all the way. <laughs> and bearing that needle. Yeah. Um, so, but, but Wonder Woman... Well, well, we'll get to we'll get to, we'll, we'll get, get to that one. Uh, speaking of people who say that superhero movies are dumb, uh, did you see the fact that Ethan Hawke is now going to be the yeah. main villain in, in, in Moon, Moon Knight? Knight? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paychecks aren't dumb. No, paychecks are not dumb, especially when they're coming from the mouse. Yeah, because yeah. you know that's got some serious numbers behind it. Yeah, a couple zeros, I assume. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Army Hammer is a cannibal now. <laughs> What's up with that? Have you heard this? No. You haven't heard of any what of this? What the hell? No, we don't do like, we don't talk like celebrity gossip or whatever, <laughs> but it's just the weirdest story. Okay. That uh, his like, apparently a bunch of DMs leaked that he's like, he's into like cannibalism and like, he's talking about meat and like, uh, it's very strange. It's, it, I, I mean, you look it up in your free time. I'll have to. But that's a basically, rabbit hole. I'll have to go what, down. What a concept. Army Hammer, cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big ass cannibal. Oh my god! <laughs> I wanted him to be Batman. I there were there was a time that and there's actually a bunch of other characters that I I could see him sure. playing, but 
I could see him also as as Green Arrow. I think he would work as Green Arrow. Uh, too big. Don't tell me that. Too big. No. Too big. He's perfect. No. Okay. Too uh, big. How about someone even bigger? Uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> See, I don't know. I'm thinking of people with bows. <laughs> Chris, I don't know. Now, I mean, uh, a screen version I thought of of, of Green Arrow would be uh, Charlie Hoonan. He's yeah, he's right. He he's he's, right. Per- he's got the perfect look. Another guy with an accent though. That's rough. Yeah, but King Arthur, it wasn't. I mean, he was playing an English accent right. because he, you know, he's Australian. But yeah. I mean, it it wasn't a bad. You can tone that down. Right, right, right. And, and in Sons why am of, I so concerned about people's accents? And Sons of Anarchy, he was pretty good with doing a American accent. His, his, I think his in Crimson Peak is not great. No, it's not. Yeah. No, but it was so much better in Sons of Anarchy. He had some work done. Yeah. He got his accent tuned up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how many seasons did that show go on? He had plenty of practice. He had some time. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, and he wouldn't be bad. You know, uh, there is still that, that eventually it's going to happen once all those properties are finally out, the Midnight Suns, mm-hmm. he could be a good Johnny Blaze. Oh, I think he'd be, he'd be really good. I mean, hell, one, once again, he's already had the motorcycle experience. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we have a TV show of... The uh, well, I mean, basically that. I mean, why can't we have that? Well, why? I mean, why, Chris? Why? I, I'm not saying that it's not a distinct possibility that that's going to happen. I hope it does. I've heard things that it there it's in the works, but you have to get these. You know, you've got to get the the new blade out. You've got yep. to get get through the multiverse of madness. Yep. You know, you've got everybody except for. Because Johnny Blaze. DC has their big, you know, their dark side that they love. Right. But Marvel's dark side is it exists. Right. But it, they've always kind of ignored it in the in the popular stuff. Right. I so. mean, it's got a good following. I yeah. mean, you're talking some of the best like dark characters. Yeah. You know, Doctor Strange, yep. Moon Knight, mm-hmm. Frank Castle. Yep. You know, Blade. I, you, could, you could have Daredevil in there. Oh yeah. But uh, uh, there was a shot of Charlie Cox on the Spider-Man I did see set. This. Don't get me. Don't just don't. Because if it's real, I'm throwing I'm it out squeal. there. In the, I'm throwing it out there in the universe. Yeah. So now you had something you want to talk about. I did. I had a cool thing that I uh, sort of went to. We'll say virtually went. Virtually to. went to. Um, there is an author. Um, he delves in the very macabre and the and the haunted and Hollywood crimes. His name's Troy Taylor. Hollywood he's originally crimes. from from like the Alton Jacksonville. Yeah, you know he's in. He, he's an Illinois guy. He's an Illinois guy. Um, Illinois boy. Illinois boy. <laughs> like the rest of us. Uh huh. Um. Anyway, um, American Hauntings is his. He has a podcast which. Is in its fifth season. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome stuff. First two seasons delve into Alton, which is one of the most haunted towns in America, mm-hmm. um, and St. Louis area. And actually, season two has The Exorcist. Right, because some of that took place in. Because a St. lot Louis. of that took place in the St. Louis, yep. and uh, I've been to St. Xavier's, where yes. a lot of that like it's very cool happened. Uh, anyway, um, season three was uh, the Basilica Axe Murders. Yes, which is an amazing story. It's terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah, but I mean, just to go into that 
almost as a crime analyst, not right. just in the haunted realm of it, right. but just that that deep dive and the stories that go into it. Sure. And he does an amazing job. Uh, season four is Haunted New Orleans. Yeah. Which is, I mean, is something else to go into all these places. And I mean, each episode is almost like individual places. How long has New Orleans been around? What? Um... The the point is, can we call it old old Orleans right now? It's uh, been long enough. Yeah, I mean, it's you been long think, enough. How long does it have to be new? But there technically was an Orleans originally, yeah. and then it was New Orleans. What I mean is, let's change it. Yeah, <laughs> I interrupted your flow for a <laughs> dumb joke. I'm sorry. It's all right. Well, and then season five they're in right now, and finishing up is Haunted Hollywood. Mm, cool. Which There's some cool you stories. get the Black Dahlia yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. and you know Superman. You know, those kind of things. And it's not just... Superman, he gave me a fidget spinner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe he did. With pizza on it. Uh, with, you know? Um, anyway, he doesn't delve just in, like, the haunted aspect, but, like, like with the Hollywood in New Orleans, goes with the history and murder, the intrigue, the, you mm-hmm. know, things that happen sure. with that. It's cool to get all the extra other things, not just like, there was a ghost scene right. over here in this bush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's neat to get the crime side of it and, and, and the real what facts. Leads up, and the real the facts, and that's what stuff, it is. You package all that together, you got yourself a stew. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's awesome. So I suggest after you listen to our podcast, yeah. you go listen to American Hauntings podcast. Yes. Anyway, get back in. Um, this was one of his books, and he has a ton. So if you're you're an avid reader, I suggest, and interested in these kind of things, sure, has tons and tons of books. He's, he's got a high output I, I, level. I, I, high output. Um, and I suggest this was called Taking Up Ser- Serpents, uh, American Cults, Messiahs, and Mad Men. Yes. This, this was one, like a... Like a seminar you attended. Yeah, basically. it was like yeah, it was Zoom like thing. yeah, it was a Zoom seminar that I went to and listened. Um, wow, all I gotta say is wow. Yeah, I mean, talking about like some of the early snake handlers that you see like it's in crazy the movie. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, talks about that. Uh, and, and I should have been writing this down, but I was so kind of enthralled. Yeah, and you know, he had visual pictures and everything. Um, just. It's unbelievable where these people go to in their head. It's I mean, wild. as a as a psychological study, it's just phenomenal. Were these mainly so? These were American cults. Yes, okay. yes. This was pretty much just all American cults, right. um, and, and like religious freak shows right. that that you know bastardize. But at least they're in the USA, baby. I, <laughs> but I mean, going back to like the snake handler, one of the original, and I forget his name. Um, anyway, the guy said he was bitten by rattlesnakes like 400 times. It, like, affected his brain. I mean, yeah, and just some of the things that, you know, they would... And if you if you were in this circle and in this church, it it was almost like a um, Salem witch hunt, you know, in reverse. Because if you didn't take up one of these snakes and... Either not get bit, or if you got bit, yeah. you died. You had to interpret it, but that then means you, you were, were pure. You weren't. Yeah, no. Then if oh, you that means if you, you died, you deserved you, it. You deserved oh, okay. it. It's yeah. It's, it's like wow. Snake. I mean, yeah. It is wild. That you know, is and wild. I mean, and, and so many people were, would follow this. Why? And yeah, and that's just you know. And I actually asked that question. I'm like, what is the biggest psychological you know 
thing that these people continue to the do. Charisma, I guess. Broken, the... broken people. Yeah. I mean, it really is. People that have been, you know, they feel like they're unloved or unnoticed or, you know, somebody gives them a little attention. Yep. You know, we're, there was this cult that actually was in, like, just over the border in Canada. Mm-hmm. This guy thought he was like this medical expert, had no medical training, would do these medical procedures on nope. these people. Oh, no thanks. And they would, they, they were like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, at one point, it was a gruesome kind of description, and I'm going to go through it a little bit. Okay. Anyway, um, this one girl that was like, just, you know, follow, follow, following, she had an infection from like some abscess tooth. And he, like, went, you know, took the pliers and, and ripped her teeth out. And she was still there. And then she had, like, he was giving her this concoction. And she was starting to have really bad intestinal uh, yeah. issues. Well, he opens her up, cuts her open, Ugh. pulls out, like, a section of intestines. You didn't need those. Cuts them out while she's still like these, these are bad. You don't need these. Yeah, don't replace this wiring. But the thing is, is while she was still awake, yeah, that's insane. You know, and then sewed her up, and she ended up dying like two what? days she later. Died? Yeah, <laughs> don't think what a quinky knee. Yeah, no, but and then you know you go to like Jim Jones. Oh man, and that whole that dude, that old you guy. Know, well, and then you know that then the compound in Ghana, and where we get the whole drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah. You know, thing yep. from and and apparently there were other things and there's a lot of like conspiracy theories yep. that you know because apparently all you know there were some very few that escaped because he had guards like if you didn't they, drink they would mow you down they, they yeah, yeah they would they would mow you down with gunfire and I mean talking about and it was just like man what is going through these people's heads because like when they first did this. He had these people putting in this, you know, toxic concoction in the, in the, in the, and it was actually flavorade. It wasn't Kool-Aid. Oh, it was the generic one. Oh, all right. So. <laughs> all right. Drink so the flavorade. Drink the flavorade from now on. Uh, anyway, made them like take a syringe and inject it in baby's mouths yeah. first. Yeah. I've seen that. I mean, yeah. you know, it's and it's, um, that uh, there's a movie where Powers Booth movie. I was is the old is the old movie of the Jim Jones. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, when they found him, one when they found them, it was a, you figure it's in the in the jungle mm-hmm. in Ghana. How hot it was! It was weeks. Oh no! Yeah, it no, was bad, no. and there were some pictures that. Nope. Um, Not well, interested. Anyway, Jones was. On his like little throne, had a shot to the head, but the gun that shot him was in another building. That gun was mad at him, so it. <laughs> well, but it's like I mean, really, it was. I mean, how did that happen? Exactly. Well, someone shot him. You know, him. there's theories of you know there were things that he was involved when he was in California, and 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 because he was from Indiana, right? Of all um, places. Of all places. Um. Yeah. Good job, Hoosier State. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Anyway, um, you know, there were talks of, like, CIA and stuff like that that were after him. Yeah. It, it, it was really wild. 
And then, you know, you went even to, like, the uh, Branch Davidian compound. Yeah. You know, I saw that play out firsthand. Yeah. You know, that was li- that was the first, I think, really major, like, live broadcast, like, th- event like that that That's happened. Wild stuff. Talking about, like, things that, you know, would go on. And then, like, these, um, I can't remember, but some of these, like, like Mormon-esque cults. Sure. Where, like, these guys have, like, 24 wives. Sure. Like, starting at, like, 12 and 13-year-olds. Oh, nope. Yeah. Nope. I, I just, I mean, it's it's almost, like, you know, it almost gets you in the gut disgusted. And you had a good time watching this. But, I mean, <laughs> it was so fascinating. Well, yeah, it is. It, it really literally is. is like watching a train ride. You should be aware of the terrible things. Yeah, I mean... It, just you know, you wonder like, uh, how would a normal person end up there? End up at that point? Yeah, it's true. So, but I mean, that's just one of many things. Um, I know that, that he's going to start having in person. So anywhere in the vicinity of Illinois, if you get a chance, uh, you know he does stuff and. Decatur and Jacksonville and Springfield sure. and Alton and I know there's a big uh, the Dead of Winter conference coming up next month. Um, he has tons of books. Listen to the podcast, but I mean, so much interesting stuff. If you're interested in hauntings or like, I know he's got a book on Capone. Oh, cool! And you know, like mob stuff and New Orleans and Hollywood. Those kind of things, and like I said, some of one of the best books is uh, my favorite. It's called "The Devil Comes to St. Louis." Yeah, and that's the true story of the Exorcist that we've seen the the Blatty book and movie. Was that right after he went down to Georgia? No, he went. To, he was in Maryland first. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I also heard he and was then, in White City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where else has the devil been? Uh, he's all over. <laughs> well, he's in the details. Of yeah, course. he is in the details. <laughs> Well, that's really interesting. It's yeah. cool you got to do that. And yeah. it was, it sounds like you, did you get to like, you asked questions? Yeah, I asked questions really, and typed, cool. you know, and we, we, you know, had an, it was a complete Zoom conference. Complete so, Zoom. Complete Zoom. Mm-hmm. That's very really cool. That's so, very cool. Verily cool. Verily cool. Verily, that is cool. Verily cool. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> yeah. Having problems with accents today, aren't you? Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm going to cut all that out. Uh, speaking of The Exorcist, though. Yes, there has been the announcement that Blumhouse is working on a uh, Exorcist reboot. I don't know if it will be a sequel or a. I don't think it will be a remake. Well, and I actually asked Troy on it. You know, because I've I've T Dog. Uh, yeah, that's T-dog. what I call him when yeah, we talk. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, about that, and a different time, a different uh, thing that we had a Q and A uh, for something else. Um, he he heard that it was. A not like a after, it makes sense. The original, yeah. Because so I mean, it will be why in the would you? It's so. Don't try to replace don't the original. Try to, There's yeah, no exactly. Point. But I, I think mean, I think it would be interesting to see something that's maybe not modern. Right. I would like to see something like eighties, maybe eighties, or maybe maybe keep it in the seventies. Late seven. I, I think it would be given neat, a, or I, I think it would be neat to see a parallel story, like maybe something that happens in the months after somewhere else. Like it doesn't right. need to be involve Reagan at all. Right. But I, I would love it to look and feel like the original. Yeah. 
I think that's number one for me because that movie. Well, and also that movie is such a drama. It's such a good. It is I well mean, written. You can take you can take the Satan out of it, and it would still be a good drama. I think. Like, uh, exactly. You know? But so I, I, you know, I. I, think, I mean, honestly, that's the movie that I fell in love with Max von Sydow. Oh yeah. You know, originally as an actor, he's great. You know, he's. Awesome. You thought he was like a jillion years old then, and then he. I know. Stayed old <laughs> forever. I think this is could be good. Uh, it just depends on, and they got they got good people in it. That's the pe- it's um the guys who did uh, the Halloween yeah. reboot, which to me was a great success. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I really think this could be which I finally watched. You hadn't seen it? I hadn't seen it. What? I know. I watched everything else, but wow, what did you I, think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. There's that one. Oh, I got. I mean, mention. it just doesn't quite have the carpenter feel. I. But it's close. It's pretty close. It's I pretty think. close. It's pretty close. And and since he did the score, that really helped. Yeah. And there's that one moment when the guy gets put on the fence, and there's that one piece of music, and she's running away, and he's like right there in the street, and he's just following her, and it's uh it's called the uh, the shape hunts Allison, and it's Is like that... it's like the best piece of music. If you're listening right now, just pause this and listen to the shape hunt. Just look. It's like two minutes long. Yeah. It's so good. It's like the best cue in the whole thing. Oh my god! It's like I remember being in the theater and the hair just all Standing all the up, hair. Yeah. It was nuts. That was awesome. Awesome. Just, I think that I think it was just you know the grittiness. Yeah, it, it, of the Carpenter one, it was a little more clean. Yeah, visually, I think that's that's really the only role. The Carpenter one, yeah, is like clearly a cheap movie. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know it's like how much of that do you honor and how much of that do you you don't want to intentionally cheapen your movie. Well, and, and it's like Evil Dead, you know. I mean, I know I'm it listening. was, a, you know. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, you know, you have that because of that grittiness of the original yeah. Rami uh-huh, yeah. movies to the newer Evil Dead, which I mean, I know things are changed a that little bit. That was translated in it, so perfectly, but it was translated well. Might be so. my favorite remake. I don't know. Well, yeah. but again, like that one's not a remake either. It's like, no. It happens now, and like I think the implication is that Ash had already been to the cabin, and those things had happened, right? And that's why the book is all you know covered up and right. says "Don't read, don't look." That's oh, man, it's such a good remake. <laughs> I watched it recently because I was worried it wasn't going to hold up, and right. I was so wrong. It's great, really great. That's awesome. That's awesome. it delivers. <laughs> but yeah, so I think an Exorcist. Uh, I, I, let's call it. I, let's say it's like a sequel. Yeah, I mean that's kind of. I think Exorcist Three Rules. Have you seen it? Not in a long time. No. It's been a while. Okay. Uh, Exorcist Three is very good. Two. It's very. They get that movie wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's stuff I like about it, but it's I don't minimal. It's minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's that line where she's like, I was possessed. I'm okay now. <laughs> Linda Blair. That reminds me of the whole, uh, you know, you were dead. Well, I got better. I, I got better. <laughs> I'm feeling better. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I think Exorcist remake, interesting idea. Yeah. And the nice thing is, if it's great, we all win. If it sucks, we can just ignore it. <laughs> it's not going to ruin anything about the original. It, you know? Oh yeah, I don't think it will suck though. I I I think they're going to really go for it. I have high hopes. I mean, I've pretty much liked just about everything that Bloomhouse has done. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Fantasy Island. I didn't see it. It's 
I also didn't love the... Way different, way, way different than yeah. the actual TV show. Right. But it's a weird thing to adapt that way. I, I know. It was kind of a... It's you, a head scratcher. You almost have to watch it to kind of... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bother to see that, it because yeah. I knew I wasn't going to care. No. Um, I did not like the new Black Christmas whatsoever. That, no, see, I haven't seen that one. I didn't like so. it. I didn't like it whatsoever. It wasn't great. I love the original. It's right. a classic. One of the best, but no. The new one, no thanks. Well, talking about, you said, Devil in the Details. Yes. There, uh, we had premiered a little series that we'd been waiting for. Oh, yes. Yes. WandaVision. WandaVision. So, Let's first two that. episodes what came out on Friday. I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I know I've seen some people say... You know, a few things. There's no fighting. Well, not just that. Where's it's, the superhero it's like they stuff? don't, they don't really get it. I mean, I really the, don't get the concept. Yeah, or I, they just don't think it's interesting for for whatever right. reason, which is fine. I mean, you can have that opinion, right? But it, uh, I thought it was fun. I think it's brave of Marvel to do something so different. It's very David Lynchy. Okay, I was going to bring that up. Okay, my favorite moments, and if you haven't seen Wandavision, you, you know, if you're worried about spoilers, they're going to happen. So yeah. here's your warning. Right. In the first two episodes, my favorite moments were when the thing starts to venture into Lynch territory. Yes. Uh, specifically when the guy's choking. Right. And she's saying, stop that. Stop, stop that. that. Over and, and, and over again. Repeating. Yeah. And then there's that ambient sound that comes right. in. And he's on the ground choking. And it's like something weird is happening. That That's really good. But the guy in the second episode. I was going to say. Episode two is really de- like delved head on into like a David Lynch. That well, specifically the scene when they walk out the door and they look down the dark street and the manhole cover opens. Yes, and a man in a suit comes out and he's covered in is he covered in bees? Yes, and looks at her and it's like terrifying and you don't know why. Right, it's like straight out of Mulholland Drive. Yes, it's some weird you know or like uh, I don't know. Yeah, like Twin, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Yeah. It's very cool. I, I wish they would do more stuff like that, but I get that this that's not what the show is really about. The thing is, though, the first three episodes, because I've gotten a synopsis of episode three already, mm-hmm. um, delves into this part of it. After three, it completely changes. Okay. So it's going to have aspects of this. Yeah. But you're going to start seeing a lot more... Well, I saw the new bit, like, sizzle thing where it showed, right. like, oh, there's action and there's fighting and there's all kinds of marvel things. Well, but you're still going to have a lot of that not sure what's going on. Yeah. A lot of what you've seen, that sizzle stuff of the the big fights and stuff, yeah. and, is, like, the last two episodes. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So, it's all building to that. I mean, it, it is building to that. Where all the budget went. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... You know, you go from uh, Dick Van Dyke DVD. In, in, in episode one. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I a, love the reference to Dick Van Dyke when he doesn't trip on the ottoman. He just goes through it. Yeah, he kind of stops for a second yeah. and then, you know, and then the hit in the head in the, with the plane. Of course. And, you know, and then you move into Bewitched in episode of two. Of course, yes. I mean, even the intro. Even it, the intro. The animated, are, you know. Yeah, it's perfect. It looks just and, like. And the music changes for each. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming we're going to start getting Brainy Bunch. That's what it seems like. Stuff yeah. in the in episode three. Yeah. Um, it, it really, you, you have to watch. Well, they're so committed. Every little detail. They're so committed to the bit. I thought that 
I really thought that it would be like one episode of this weird, you know, right. Dick Van Dyke universe, and then it was going to be like, oh, actually, you're in this facility, and then they're they're doing right. this to you, or you're having this kind of you know breakdown or whatever. I thought it was just going to reveal almost immediately. Like I thought they can't keep up this, uh, you know, Dick Van Dyke style uh, right. sitcom thing, right? They won't. They'll lose the audience. Well, they they did it. Yeah, <laughs> they did it for the first two full episodes. <laughs> right. So, so but it, it keeps like I said. I I it is going to have a big buildup. I mean, each sure. episode is going to keep ramping sure. up because we've seen it between episode one and episode two. Right. I mean, episode one we only had the the choking spot or the right. You know, a couple of little quick things, you know, yeah. but weren't really acknowledged. Now, when we hit the second one, we got the helicopter that was colorized. Right. In the, which was Iron Man colors. Right. But it was the sword emblem. Right. Which we saw actually at the end of episode one. Well, in the first episode, too, they had that commercial, the Stark, the Stark toaster. Now, in the comic books... Uh, Vision has been called a to- walking toaster several times. That's funny. That's a funny. And word. if you honestly, if you look at the toaster, it looks kind of like Vision. <laughs> it looks kind of like Vision. And they're saying the Vision two point two thousand, yeah, which is like the second edition. Yeah. So does that mean that Vision is getting reworked? And also, it makes toast. So I'm like, oh, is she having like a stroke? Like, what's happening? <laughs> well, but <laughs> she's smelling toast. Yeah. But you heard the the sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was the rep- you know of the toaster. That was Tony Stark's repulsor. Yeah, building up that you you know How, that's, those are little details just for us. Yeah, exactly. Us nerds. Us nerds. Well, his tie as well. Did you notice his tie? I, I saw the yeah. emblem on that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's little things. Lots and, of little stuff. And then we go into episode two. Like I said, the the uh, the helicopter. Yep. Um, and then the radio. Wanda, who's doing this to you? Yes. Yes. You know that kind of thing, and it should be David Lynch's voice coming out of it. Should, yeah, Wanda. <laughs> Who's doing this to you? And then um, you know, the commercial on that one. Oh yeah, but that was Hydra. The, 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 the Hydra, Hydra Strucker watch. Yeah, how cool. You is know, that? And, and is there a significance with that two thirty-eight mm-hmm. time yeah. that was on the on the watch? Interesting. Because yeah. they they really focused on. Yes, they did. You know, it said Hydra one thousand or one thousand one hundred. You know, on their like a normal watch, but it had the Hydra thing. Right. But that time was really because even when you know they were having messed with the watch when he was having it before they showed just the watch, yeah. it was on that same time. Exactly. So, and then you know it's the same people in both commercials. Yes, yes, it is. So it's like, okay, what is that significance? Yep. Absolutely. Um, and then there was a reference. I think I have an idea who Agnes is. Okay. I think Agnes was in the comic books Agatha. Okay. The century-old witch yep. from the Salem Witch Trials yep. that helped Wanda develop her reality bending. Sure. Because you notice every time that she's in there, she's giving advice. And she's doing this. and she's hel- So I think they're playing on that. Interesting. And then episode two was the first time that we see Monica Rambeau, because we know she is the actor that plays Monica Rambeau. Right. So that's interesting. Um, and and she has that hesitant of she's like her who, name. Who? Yeah. When she, yeah. 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 Exactly. And then um and I can't remember the like the the block league lady 
that broke the glass in her hand. Oh, right. Um, she, okay. Betty? Yeah, but is she, okay, I could be wrong. Okay. We might have to cut this out. <laughs> She's not the the lady from Iron Man 1, is she? The reporter? No. She seems, I don't think, I don't totally I think so. It. I haven't, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I'm not totally sure because in that getup, I can't quite tell. I'm going to look it up. But she also, at a point in time, you know, when that all was going on with the radio and everything, had no idea, almost like, why are we here? What's going on? Right. She's like, who are you? Yeah. She can tell something's up. Well, and not just that. It's like almost she didn't know who she was. Yeah. Or or why she was there. Wanda's just ruining everything with her powers. (laughs) All right. I'm looking. I'm on the IMDb page here. Let's see. Well, and I have a theory on... Who the um the beekeeper was? Okay, you what 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 is your theory on that? I have a theory that that is Swarm. Oh well, that would make complete sense. I mean, I, honestly, but I mean, you've got in the second episode you had the Hydra. Yeah. Because you know, remember that I, I can't remember the Von Strike or something was the guy's name. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he was like part of Hydra and the Nazis. During and and end up becoming swarm. Yep. So yep. is with we know that Shield at one point was taken over from uh, taken over by Hydra. Right. So I know you know um, Fury was developing Sword. So right. are there some remaining Hydra that are still More in, acronyms? You know, <laughs> I know, yeah. I mean, were there, were there some you know Hydra agents still? In in now infiltrated I'm in sure sword, were, yeah. So that's what you know. It's kind yeah. of uh, the. I was so wrong about that character. Oh, okay. I was so wrong. It's Leslie Bibb in the original Iron Man. Okay, and she's in tons of things. I should have even remembered who. I should have remembered her, but I didn't. And this is definitely not her. In it's like the nose and the eyes just, with that well, wig on. And it's yeah. actually the. I think the black and white. I was like, is that her? I couldn't. Tell. Yeah. I had a hard- I, I just was like, oh well, that th- we could maybe figure something out with her because, you know, Vision is Iron Man's, th- you know, creation, and maybe it's something to do with. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what. You know, I was trying to put it together, but I, there was nothing there, and obviously, I'm wrong. So. Right. Well, I apologize. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, there was a point in, in when they had the the garden party thing. Yeah. Um. The Agnes character made that statement about the devils being in the details. Oh, right. And then she said, that's not the only place he is. Yes. And then it was like right after that, everybody like said, for the children. Yes. You, and they said that, and, and at the, uh, at the at talent, the talent show, show well. yeah. they, they made that statement again. It reminds me of uh, Hot Fuzz. <laughs> the <laughs> yes. greater good. Yes. The greater good. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Right. So there's so much that you can break down on each of mm-hmm. these. You know, if you really, really went every little It all aspect. means something, I'm sure. We'll get there. There's some names that were on the um, credits of the show. Yeah. That had other, uh, you know, start deep diving into those, you guys. I you know, look try. at. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're all meaningful. Well, and then I know, you know, like. Vision closed the episode of one with the remote. Yes. We were on the TV. We've seen the remote several times. Right. And Marvel released to 
like pre- as a press release thing to to uh, people. It's a TV guide. All right. And it's them like in the first episode. It's colored, and then like he's holding the remote, and it's all bright and like illuminated. Right. So that's got to be something to do the, with it. It does seem like the audience is the TV, right? When he points it right at you and says whatever he says, yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. I'm sh- I'm sure we're gonna figure all this out. Yeah, you know, we'll get some answers. Like I said, eventually. But it's starting. Like I said, it's really starting to get you know. And now she's pregnant, right? So right. well, because they put their beds together, right? That means she's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> well, they showed it too. They did go under she's, the blankets. Right, right, right. That means she's pregnant, and that's how it works. Hit yes. the lights. The lights. <laughs> so okay, moving on from Wandavision. Okay. We got to talk the main event here, Wonder Woman. Okay. What are your general thoughts before I go read the thing? Okay. General thoughts. Was an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Not as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. I like the first one a lot better. Like I said, I like the aspect of the World War One, World War Two right. stuff. Anyway, um, I thought it tried too much to have a message than to about, have a story. About greed? Well, and just, you know, greed and compassion. and Instead of just actually having... The story of what's going on. Sure. You know, it, it tried to push this underlying... Well, a lot of movies do that, but, uh, but maybe maybe more Maybe tactfully. not so obvious. Yeah, exactly. Okay, it, trying to make it too obvious that that's what... You know, it was being almost preachy. Well, I guess it's a kid's movie. Maybe kids kids are dumb. They won't understand if you don't hit them over the head uh, with yeah, it. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I did like a couple things. Um, the explanation of the invisible jet. That was fun. Uh, that was my favorite line in the movie. Yeah. When she says, uh, oh, they're going to be able to track us either way. And he, he looks at her and he goes, well, shit, Diana. <laughs> yeah. That made me cry. I rewound it. Yeah. I was crying. That was really <laughs> funny. I really enjoyed that. Right. But I mean. Nice one, Pine. You, yes. Um, but I mean, you, you know, the whole idea of why it was invisible. Yes. That it made it. It's like a throwaway thing. And now it, she has an invisible jet. Right. Right. So it's, you know. Because that was always, you know, when are we going to see the Invisible Jet? When, we're, when are we yeah. going to see the Invisible but, Jet? Like, I, I would have been perfectly fine not having it because, it, honestly, it's dumb. It's She has an Invisible Jet. She can fly. I know. She has an Invisible Jet, though. Yeah. Come on. But, I mean, like I said, the, the concept of how it became invisible sure. no. made it a little it, better. To be, to, to to be make, honest, yeah. yeah. if you had to introduce an Invisible Jet, that's a pretty good way to do it. Right. That's I gotta give it that. Oh, yeah, I gotta give it that. Like I said, y- yes, it's far fetched and and just. Did you say fart fetched? Fart fetched. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this the scene when they go when they're flying. I was like, oh, is this supposed to be like the the flight scene in Superman one? When there's that weird poetry. Yeah. And and it's like off putting and strange, but it's supposed to be romantic. But right. I didn't feel that at all. It was very strange. But I, I thought maybe she was trying to tap in. To that Superman one energy in a couple of ways, I felt like she was just trying to copy Superman one, the original. You know. Well, when Diana first learned about her flying, yeah, that was kind of that was a big Superman. Absolutely, I mean, even Man of Steel. Oh yeah, moment for you know that's a cool scene. I saw some people online, Chris. You're never going to believe this, saying that Man of Steel is not good. Those people, I disagree. Going to hell. Oh. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I ain't afraid. Yeah. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Uh, so my general thoughts were, 
it felt like I was watching different movies at times. It, it really did. It, it, and I was so clueless. I'm like, what? So the first 10 minutes is her cheating at the Olympics. Right. The next 15 minutes or so, 10 minutes, is her defending a mall uh, right. for some reason. Yeah. And Which I was okay <laughs> with that scene. I mean, but, but the thing is, like, is that the same mall that was in Stranger Things? I think 3? that's confirmed that it is. Okay. I believe that it is. But that she's defending this mall and fully dressed as Wonder Woman. She right. doesn't want people to know who she is, apparently. But then, like, does it matter later? Yeah, what it are was the kind rules of like here? a mis- yeah. It, she didn't. It, there was like, no continuity in that department. Well, and that's and that's the biggest problem I have with DC. And in Batman vs Superman, they have no idea who she is. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, it's I. She lives at the Watergate. Yeah. I, and that's my biggest thing with DC. There's no continuity between any of these movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no real... I mean, the only one that had any kind of continuity was Batman vs. Superman and, and Justice League. Yeah. And that was minimal. Yeah. So, But I just... The whole time I'm like, wait, but they don't know who she is. But she's like out here... In the full uniform, I was going to say swinging around a mall, shiny armor and everything. I and I, I was rolling my eyes at the visual effects where she's like frozen in place while swinging. Her face is so still. Yeah, she, her head is not moving. Her neck is not moving. She's just like posed like a model. Yeah, frozen as she's swinging. Really weird CG. I didn't like the the goofy. She's like goofily. Dispatching with these, yeah, villains. it's like, like the guy goes like in the playful, thing and spins like, around. And yeah. He's like, Whoa! it's like, shut up, yeah, come on. <laughs> I hated it. Um, but it's like, I get that that stuff's there for the kids, right? And the kids probably love that. But as an adult, I'm like, this is not for me, right. clearly, this is not for no. me. Uh, I, I guess you could say that I, it was fun. I, I thought the fight scene at the Capitol was better, a little bit. They Not by the, much. It had but... the coolest move where she leans back and does that kick. Yeah, I thought that was quite cool. Yeah, um, that was that was fine. I guess like that was the best fight scene in the movie. But right. again, like then later when they're in, they're in the Middle East somewhere. Or are they in Egypt? I don't know. I don't no. know where they are. They're wherever she saves those kids that are in the in the street. Yeah, I just. Well, anyway, let's go. I was I was planning on let's read the synopsis of the movie and just okay. sort of talk about. Um, let's just talk about it. Um, as it goes. So, here's the plot. If you again, if you haven't seen Wonder Woman, you, it's kind of we're we're spoiling it. Right. So, get ready. Um, a young Diana Prince participates in an athletic event at the oh on the what is that? What is it? How do you pronounce that? Themyscira. Yeah, Themyscira. Themyscira against older Amazons. After falling from her horse, Diana takes a shortcut and remounts, but misses a checkpoint. Anti is it Antiope? How do you pronounce it? Antiope, which the movie did, never tells no, you. No, never. I don't know these characters. Antiope, apparently, removes her from the competition, explaining anything worthwhile must be obtained honestly. And so the way the movie sets that up is like that's apparently going to come back and play huge into the story. Right. But does it? I, is there a moment when that comes back at all? I guess you kind of... She uses the lasso of truth to... To f- fix the thing at the end, but like, I think it's maybe just the fact that you know. Oh, I get it. I just put it when, together uh, yeah. because he's wishing for things. He's right, not honestly right. 
Okay, but that see, it's not like super obvious to me though. No, I, mean, I guess like that's now, what I was saying. It was kind of convolutedly. Yeah, it, it is know? that, but it's like usually they would have some kind of button at the end where they go, "Ah, remember that?" Yeah, like she would hear the you know maybe like a voiceover of her like you know like an Uncle Ben style with great power. Oh, right. I mean, I guess maybe that point you know at the end where she's kind of pinned up against in the corner, right? where she's talking, kind of has... There could know, have been I mean, some of that there, but I just mean, to make it more clear, they yeah, could have done something with they, that, because yeah, I didn't put it together really until just now. No, I know. <laughs> but I also haven't thought about it a whole lot, so right. maybe that's on me. I don't know. Uh, uh, there wasn't much connection with that. No. And it's just... I, I didn't. I also really didn't understand the Olympics. Th- like... There were seemingly no rules to it. It's like I, I, it was like people doing just people, random shit. Yeah, like some people are swinging, some people are sw- just running, some people are cl- she's climbing. Yeah, but it's like they're all in the same race apparently. But it's like we're, there are no clearly marked rules. I don't understand, so it's hard for me to enjoy because I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm looking at. Right. So and it's like if that's the case, I guess other than hitting the checkpoints, there's no rules. What are the rules? So I mean, you know, it's like okay, well, you try to teach her this thing, but everybody's doing their own shit. So yeah. why not I give the kid, you know, what the kid do? <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So that bothered me. I, maybe it shouldn't have. Maybe I should just you know let turn off my brain. But again, I just was like, I think what a, are the rules? Honestly, I think a lot of that movie was just just that. Yeah, I think just, that's what just we're, popcorn theater. Right. So let's move on. In 1984. Okay. Diana works at the Smithsonian Institution in Washington, D.C. While secretly performing heroic deeds as a Wonder Woman. We know that's a lie. It's no secret. I was going to Apparently, say it's no secret. New museum employee Barbara Ann Minerva, uh, a shy, mousy geologist and cryptozoologist, is barely noticed by her co-workers. Barbara eventually comes to envy Diana. Later, the FBI asked the museum to identify stolen antiquities from a robbery that Wonder Woman recently foiled. By the way, those those foiled antiquities are just at the mall i know <laughs> damn if i didn't know that stuff was at the mall when i was young yeah there you go to the jewelry store and he's like we know you got the stuff in the back come yeah. on and then they go in there and the guys are going yes we yeah. hit the jackpot like okay we yeah. get it yeah we get it the fbi blah 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 barbara and diane Wait, Barbara and Diane. Barbara and Diana notice one item, later identified as the Dreamstone. Which is it? The same Dreamstone from uh, Sandman? Mm, I don't think so. No, no. Isn't that isn't that what uh, the Doctor guy has? Doctor, uh, what is his name? Doctor, the the crazy guy I in know the diner. Who you're talking about? Um, Didn't he have the stone? Dreams, Dreamstone with all, with like he put all his power into it. Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's the same. Wouldn't it be cool if it was? N- that would be cool if it was, but knowing DC, the, it's they won't, not. They won't have it's any not continuity. Con- no yeah. connected. Yeah. Anyway, it contains a Latin inscription claiming to grant the holder one wish. Diana unknowingly wishes for her deceased lover, Steve Trevor, to be alive. Barbara wishes to become like Diana without realizing it and gives her the same superpowers. I didn't catch that she was wishing. Did she verbally make a wish? <sighs> I think it was kind of an under the breath kind of. Okay. Because you know, I wish I was like her, you know. Well, I know the 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 Wonder Woman wish. Oh yeah. Did she verbally say I wish Steve would come back? I don't think she because did. when he popped up, I'm like, what what did I miss here? Yeah, she kind of held it and kind of like looked into the distance. So then it was like super subtle. Yeah. So it's like, what? Which is it? Yeah, I know. It was. It's, it was like yet again, you're talking consistency. Yeah, that it, DC just whole, doesn't have. That's my entire complaint: is that the whole thing is not consistent. No, 
So anyway, I thought that was weird when Steve showed up. But I did. I think some of my favorite moments were just Steve. Like the moments when the movie becomes like a Back to the Future too, where it's just them looking at the future going oh that's fun and yeah. like he mistakes the trash for art right whatever he's wearing the outfits i thought that stuff was fine and yeah fun. that was okay that was fun and i didn't mind like wonder woman and uh what's her name uh, barbara barbara just chilling i thought yeah. that stuff was fine although when they went out to dinner i was like is this a date i yeah it really felt like it was a date um and maybe i mean maybe that's what barbara wanted but right. i don't know i, I was I gonna say tell. i don't think on diana's part I don't know. I just I well because tell. she she like you know was the whole melting. And I have another issue with that. I mean, I understand Steve was like her true love and everything else. Yeah. But how many decades had gone by? And if she's doing all this stuff, uh-huh. would she be that melancholy? Yeah. Over it when when Wonder that? Woman loves you, she loves you forever. Uh, but then it was okay after, you know, the whole. Right, after all that, and then she goes, you know what, bye. Well, but that's her growth. She has to to let him go. But then then she seemed okay with it, but then we go back to Justice League, and she's back again. (laughs) Yeah, there again, the continuity and the the consistency is just all over the place. Thanks, DC. Yeah, so I mean, that was was kind of like, okay, that makes no sense. I agree. Failing businessman Maxwell Lorenzano, uh, played by uh, our favorite Pedro, Pedro. he's the best. Which I was so disappointed in him. Were you? In this one, yeah. Known as Max Lord, visits the Smithsonian under the pretext of being a wealthy donor. He hopes to obtain and use the stone's power to save his bankrupt oil company. At a Smithsonian gala, is it pronounced gala or gala? It depends on I'm who you say, ask. I'm going to say gala. Uh, Diana is reunited with a resurrected Steve. Whose soul inhabits another man's body. Okay. That's, there's no problem there. <laughs> That's all fine. Have you seen, like, the big, you know, quote-unquote internet outrage yeah. saying that she's, you know... Well, yeah. It's not consensual. But I guess, I mean, what, what, you can argue both ways because, like, if he's not... If it really is Steve at that point and not the other guy, then, like, does it matter? But I guess it's the other man's body. I don't know. This It's a fantasy film, guys. <laughs> I understand that it might be problematic for some people, but... Who in real life possesses had to, had to deal with possess- this? Yeah, no, no one. one, no one, no one, absolutely. So I don't think you know. I don't think this is a slippery slope situation. <laughs> I think we're okay here. I, I do too. You know, it's a fantasy film. I understand the but thought. It's like that was the way they played it of him, quote unquote, being back. Right. So, but I guess that's how they. Why couldn't instead of. Why couldn't they just have said, oh, Physically he, bad. he popped up. I mean, it's there not that, yeah, it's not Why couldn't not he that, have just gone, and there he is? Yeah. Because, I mean, well, I guess you know, you, other physical things happened, you yeah. know, I from the stone, so why? Yeah, I don't understand. It's very selective as to what the stone does and how it does it. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you wish to be like Diana. Well, it's giving you Diana's powers. Right. But they don't make that clear until way later. Right. I, yeah, it's so very, like when Diana's like getting shot and bleeding, I'm like, wait, why? Yeah, the movie doesn't tell you for a while, <laughs> and exactly. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. So okay, uh, only Diana sees him as Steve Trevor during the gala. Max tricks Barbara and steals the Dreamstone. He then wishes to become the stone and gains its wish-granting powers. Max becomes a wealthy and powerful figure who creates chaos and destruction as his powers trigger worldwide instability. I mean, 
again, I fully, I didn't fully understand his motivations, and he's like using people's wishes, but it's hurting him for some reason. But it's hurting him, but making him more powerful, but extending his life. It was. But he's like, what? I, which is it? Yeah, I mean, it was so, like, okay, what the hell is it? Yeah, you know, make what the up hell your mind. Doesn't? You know, it was like I said. It, it's very convoluted, very, yeah. you know, contradictory. Very, yes. like I said, I, I didn't hate the movie, but the fun parts were fun. Yeah, I agree. I like the '80s stuff, but it was like yeah. we see that all over the place now. It's like not new. I was gonna say, but I mean, yeah, the whole with him with the powers and not totally, you know, it was like draining him. But then he was taking wishes and getting better and getting more powerful. But when he got more powerful, he wasn't as, you know... Which is it? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just couldn't figure out what this movie was trying to do. Exactly. At all. Uh, so, Barbara, Diana, and Steve discover that the Dreamstone was created by Dolos, the god of lies. Okay, so then it's not the Dreamstone from... No. Okay. Well, uh, and that that's when, you know, when you said that it had the Latin inscription. Right. The Dreamstone was older yeah. than that. She says, like, well, oh... Uh, she. It almost seems as though she's implying that it's, like, the devil. Doesn't she imply... It's almost, almost like, like it was, you know... And in Greek mythology, Dolos is not... Yeah, so I couldn't figure out yeah. what was going on, but... um. It grants the user's wish while extracting, exacting a toll unless they renounce the wish or destroy the stone. Although Diana's power and Barbara's humanity diminish, both are unwilling to renounce their wishes. Learning from the U.S. president of a satellite system that broadcasts signals globally, Max, whose powers are causing his body to deteriorate, plans to globally grant wishes to rid himself of his power and regain his health. Diana and Steve confront him at the White House, but Barbara, now aligned with Max, defeats Diana. She and Max escape on... Marine One, Steve convinces Diana to renounce her wish and let him go, restoring her strength and gaining an ability to fly. So, yeah, that's the scene when she just goes around the corner and says, I renounce my wish. And right. Rest in peace, Steve. And like you said, all those years of that and then, nope, I'm okay with it now. I mean, yeah. she cries and it's obvious right. that she's hurt and that she doesn't want to do it. But, but in like the after, you know, the after everything happens, yeah, you know, she's seems like she's okay with it, yeah. But yeah. whatever, I mean, that's the that's the hero's journey, I guess. But I mean, but then she like reverts back to yeah. later movie or earlier movies that are supposed to be later. She's jumping all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Donning the armor of Amazon warrior Asteria. By the way, how convenient. She's just poking around in her room and goes, "Oh, that's some old armor I got. Yeah. Oh, cool." I'm sure that'll never come up again in the movie. You know? yeah. I mean, that's how things work. But, right. you know, I just yeah. thought it was funny that I was like, oh, so she's going to wear that? Yeah. Um, Diana flies to the satellite headquarters and again battles Barbara, who is transformed into a cheetah-like creature after wishing to become an apex predator. What did you think about What did you think about CG Cat Lady? That was rough. I thought so, too. I liked her. As- Sadly, the cats in Cats. Oh, gross. <laughs> were Gross. We're better looking yeah. than what she was. I, I hate that it just that. turned into a CG fight at the end. Like yeah. it's always just a big CG fight at the end. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes it can be fun, but well, the first one was fun. It was fine. I yeah, mean, I it, it was. was you know, and I thought you know it made more sense the way that CG fight right. played out than right. I mean, 
I understand the fight itself between them, but the CG was. But less I thought than it was. Par. I thought it was almost unnecessary to turn her into the cheetah. Like she already went kind of punk. She had the black outfit and the makeup and everything. Well, but I mean, it wouldn't be the character. Unless I she guess, did. but I mean, do we didn't need? I don't. I didn't need her to become a cat lady. I, I don't know. She's only and she's only that for five minutes. Well, and then that it's like okay. Well, now are we since you know China is actually one of Wonder Woman's like greatest foes. She's defeated forever. So she's done now. She's and defeated that's forever. It, you yeah. know, so, but these movies can get away with that, you know? and they can. But yeah, I get it. Uh, after defeating Barbara, Diana confronts Max and uses her lasso of truth to communicate with the world through him, convincing everyone to renounce their wishes. She also shows Max visions, first of his own unhappy childhood, then of his young son, Alistair, who is frantically searching for his father amid the chaos. Max renounces his wish and reunites with Alistair. Sometime later, Diana meets the man whose body Steve possessed. Meanwhile, Asteria is revealed to be secretly living among humans. That's whose armor it was that she used. Yeah. And that was... Um, Linda Carter. Linda Carter. And yeah. that was the best scene. That was fun. Movie. Yeah. I, I liked that. That was, was a fun little button. That was end. a ni- nice little nod. Yeah. Uh, I, I I thought that the stuff about Max's childhood was interesting, and I was like, well, we should have had that before. Yeah. Uh, I, it's like too late. This was like, yeah. This was one of Pedro Pascal's worst performances, mm-hmm. I thought. I, I don't think his performance was bad. I just think we're in different mo- – oh, it's like different – there's different parts of the movie that seem like like completely separate films. Well, that's uh, maybe you know maybe it's the writing, maybe you know the way that the character was. Done. I don't think his performance is I, is bad by any means. And I don't mean to say that. I just actually don't know his if it, performance does it I fit mean, with the, the rest character. of character. Well, yes, yeah, that, that yeah. too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I can't say. <sighs> I just it just it just all seemed to kind of not go together. And it was so you know it's like okay you know at times he's this like. Tony Robbins over the top. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you see his backstory, and it's like, okay, I wouldn't think somebody that had gone through that would be quite like that. Yeah, I don't growing, know. I mean, you know? who knows? I, I mean, mean, I'm sure that somebody has been like that before, but what I think my point is, he, he, uh, I didn't really get his. Uh, the way his powers are handled and the way... Well, yeah, that was very all I, over the place. That, for me, so, like, that aspect of his character made no sense to me. And all the other stuff, good or bad, it, it was hard for it to matter to me because I was so hung up on, like, how does this wish thing work? And, like, why is he... Is he... He's being hurt, but these... But also these wishes are good for him for some reason. Like, I... It was hard for me to put it together and make right, it make sense right. in my mind. So, like, his... I thought his performance was fine, I just didn't get the character. Maybe it's just the character, right? And, you know, yeah. is pretty. I don't know. I just. But I get why there's two because, like, Cheetah on the, on their own, maybe not. No, and I I understood that and, too. But him but on mean, his, his own, probably yeah, not as no, well. Not enough. No, she's got to have somebody to fight. Right. So, I just uh, didn't. I just didn't love it at any point. Did I didn't love it? No. There were there were moments that I thought, oh, that was great, but. Yeah, it's it's. There wasn't a love-hate relationship with this movie. I was kind of like, all right. Some of it I really, it's just like, could have been cut down way the to way a, it starts is almost like, she's like a 45-minute episode. She's and just defending it. the neighborhood. She's yeah. just running around being like a Spider-Man or a right. Superman. But again, later in 
20 years later, people have no idea who she is. Right. It's like wild. Yeah. So I don't know. So, and I know it's the 80s and nobody had a cell phone, but it's like there'd be, somebody would have had a there'd picture. Be reports. Also, she smashes those cameras, right? After they would have filmed her. Right. So it's not like she took if out If you the, destroy the camera, guess what? Those are recording somewhere else. They're just co- yeah. collecting the, the visual feed. There's no, it's not like the camera stores the video. Right. So it's like, it doesn't matter that you smashed it. They're still got the video. Yeah. Somebody would have had it somewhere. Come on. Silly. What, so, like, I just wonder, like, what was the point? <laughs> like I said, and there's I so many witnesses, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it's you know how many how many you know police sketches would have been of yeah a lady in a crown. Right. What do you call her thing? Headpiece. A tiara. Tiara. Is it a tiara? Yeah, I would think. A lady in a tiara with a with a red and gold outfit on. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and, and she fully interacts with several people during that right. scene. So, it's oh like, yeah, there's no she's not erasing people's memories of this. <laughs> they they know about it. It's so. not the whole you know radioactive eyes memes from Superman that right. people think that. But also, <laughs> at, after that scene happens, there's a there's a newsman going. We don't know. It's the secret. We can't. There's been several sightings, but we just can't figure out. What do you mean? It's Wonder Woman. She's right there. Well, it is the news media, so. Oh, man. I don't know. So, if you had to give it a rating, maybe out of 10. Ooh. Uh, maybe, and I'm being generous, maybe a four? That's what I was doing on my hand <laughs> the whole time. I mean, and that's really being generous to, yeah. to really like the couple of parts that I liked. and Personally, for me, it's about a four. Yeah. Uh. I know. Out of 10. Out of 10. Just to, just to make that. It's yeah. not out of 5. Uh-huh. It's out of 10. It's, yeah, I think I would give it a 4. If, But I have this other scale that I like to use, and it's like, sh- should you watch it or not? It's like, do I recommend it or not? I don't think I recommend it. Maybe for certain Maybe, situations of people, but not, I, mean, I don't think I would recommend it. If you it. want to watch it, watch it. Say you've seen it. See that way you can you know, see what we're talking about. But you're not missing anything if you don't watch it. Right. Right, and that's... I mean, that's that's my biggest... It just doesn't seem to matter. No. I, I, and, and honestly, it's a throw... If you're a huge DC fan... You gotta go watch on, it. Go watch it. You gotta watch it. Because it, it's a DC movie. Yep. But if you're... Honestly, if you're a comic book fan, you you want to just say you've seen it, then watch it. Otherwise... You can turn your brain off. And you're you're not missing anything by not watching What did you think of Kristen Wiig in general? I liked her up to the point... Of before she turned into the cat. Right. I liked her until she was a cat lady. Yeah. I thought she was actually fantastic uh, when she sort of went punk and she realized that she didn't want to lose her gift that she'd received. And- yeah. From the point of like at the gym. Yeah. I think from that like point that. on until after the helicopter. Yeah. So I, I think was, was- that was like the wheelhouse of her character. I just felt like there was all this trash talk about Kristen Wiig beforehand. Oh, she can't. She won't. She's no good. Will she be able to be a villain? I think she was better than Max. I do, too. I do, too. I thought her, because I liked the simplicity of her motivation. Right. It was so much easier just to be like, oh, no, I got these powers and I don't want to lose them. I'm popular now. Right. I finally got what I wanted my right. whole life. Right. That makes so much more sense than this convoluted wish thing. Well, and... and, the- and- and he was so. It's not like. 
I, I, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like how he he did not really even change as even a villain. He just changed his mind Over. at the end because his kid was in danger. Yeah. He didn't learn a lot. I mean, I, at the end, he did say, like, oh, I'm not a good guy. And I, I guess there was that. But, but did he really? And also, I mean, like, he was only only slightly defeated. I mean, yeah. he could easily come back and be a villain again. Yeah. Even though he's not that much of a villain, he's just a guy who got he got his wish. And then and it got led to caught other wishes. up in his wish. Yeah. And I think that's... So it's like so it's was he even really? I mean, he's he's barely a villain. Yeah, on the villain scale, he's he's pretty low. He's about a two. Yeah, oh, he's about a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's I, I don't know, but I like Kristen Wiig quite a bit. I think, um, I mean, Wonder Woman is perfectly cast. I don't think you could have a better no Wonder Woman. She's no. she's the best. Yeah. Uh, so that's not my problem. And. Uh, and I, I honestly think it goes down to what we've talked about before with some of these movies. It's the writing and, and I mean, I don't even want to say it was the directing. She's a good I director. Mean, we know that. She's a good director, and, and I'm excited for her to do Rogue Squadron. Yeah. So, I, but honestly, after this, yeah, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm. I read an article a, where a they're like nervous about it. Yeah, you I, know. I read an article where they were like going to be more involved now that Wonder Woman didn't do great. But uh, then I also read that Wonder Woman did fine and that they fast-tracked the sequel. So it's like, what's happening? Right. Uh, I listened to an interview with her, with, um, uh, oh, God, Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, she was on WTF, the podcast, uh-huh. with Mark Marin, And um, she her listening to her talk about it was a much more enjoyable experience than actually watching the movie. Yeah. Because I listened to that podcast before i watched the film and listening to her discuss kind of some of the reasons why they pick some of the stuff like now i totally understand why steve trevor is is the they're so into him being a pilot and because right. her father was a pilot right and she has this whole relationship with him that because he died when, when she was very young and right uh she's she loves pilots and she was going to do a movie about um who was it was it buzz aldrin oh okay. one of those or was uh it was one of those guys uh some famous pilot and I think that well, probably probably applies because yeah, he broke the sound barrier. Could have been, and, yeah. I think it was him. But uh, she has this, you know, intense interest in flying and pilots and and that, and it's all about her relationship with her dad. And I find that to be very compelling. Yeah. And you can tell why that's in the movie. And I thought that, and, and her describing also, there's a moment when she describes seeing Superman for the first time, and that movie like explains a lot. Made her cry. Right. She said, and I kind of have some similar feelings about the first Superman movie. There are moments when I'm like, I get teary eyed. I don't yeah. know what it is, yeah. but that movie does it. And uh, yeah, it's just the the optimistic blue skies. Uh, it's just someone helping people, being right. a hero for real. Right. Uh, there's something about that that. I think maybe gets lost. She tried to get that in Wonder Woman too, but it's just sort of well, like and, that's the first twenty minutes of the movie. And one of those things I wonder sometimes, especially with studios that have that want so much control on things. Yeah, you know, I I think Disney and Marvel and Star Wars have kind of pulled away a little bit because of the success of stuff like The Mandalorian. Yeah, it's I like, hope so. Okay, we get we get guys that are you know, are good at their job. We're yeah. going to hold back on some of these people. Yeah. Um, I think DC has not done that 
Too many cooks. Too many cooks in the kitchen. I think that's the, so, I mean, clearly their problem. Maybe Patty's vision for this movie was different than what finished on screen. Yeah, I think you might be right. So, I mean, one stinker. Yeah. And I wouldn't even call this a, you know, quote unquote stinker. It wasn't great. Absolutely yeah, not. I'm trying to think of the best way to, like, describe the movie because it's competent. It's okay. It's. I mean, honestly, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's meh. Yeah. I, uh, I hate that, though, because I really liked Patty Jenkins. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. One stinker. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt Yeah. right now. Now, if it starts getting, you know, boom, boom, boom. I want you in my room. <laughs> no. Is that Vanga Boys? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know... <laughs> If it starts, you know, one after another like that, yeah, if the Venga bus then is coming, be, right? Then yeah, <laughs> it'll be a little problem. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I like I said, it was okay. I didn't like it as much as the first one. Fair enough. Uh, I liked the fight scenes way better in the first one. Yeah. Well, they took away the sword and the shield, right? And I get their reasoning for that. She doesn't need those to be Wonder Woman. I think the lasso is the most important thing. Uh, but I mean. She does fight. She does. Yeah. She does those things in the comics. The reasoning for them taking them away was like, oh, we don't want her to be, uh, you know, she's not. We don't want to portray her as like this, you know, uh, warrior who's like bloodthirsty or whatever. But like, she kind of is a warrior. She's a. She's an Amazon. Say, she. She's. That's her whole thing. I was gonna. It's thought, almost contradictory know, to who Superman. she is. It sounds like Patty Jenkins just wanted to make Superman. Yeah. I mean, really. Honestly, the way you describe, yeah. you know that that conversation. I'm just kind of putting that had. together. Like she just wanted to make Superman. They should just let her have Superman. She could make a glorious Superman movie. I I'm bet sure. she could. Very well, homage to the you know Christopher Reeves. Uh-huh. If that's the case, I, and I you saw it in the Wonder Woman '84. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I mean, you really did. Maybe they should have given her super you know because some of that some of that little you know like she winks to that little girl in the mall. Yeah. That's right out of Superman. Uh huh. You know, oh the, yeah, the, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Patty likes to do uh, stories with female characters, so do Super Supergirl. Yeah, let do her Supergirl. have that. There yeah. you go. I I don't know. Also, a great character who maybe doesn't get enough love, in yeah. my opinion. So that's what I think about it. <laughs> I understand. Yep. Oh, something, something totally. I don't know why talking about you said Supergirl. Um, we got a trailer for Hawkeye. Oh, did I didn't see it? Oh, it it looks really good. I didn't see it. It looks really good. That's cool. Um, look it up. Okay. I mean, it's you know, it's a lot of dealing with Kate. Yeah. More than we knew that, right? And we knew that. Yeah. Um, there's a funny part that it's almost like because we see we actually see uh, Fury in it. Oh, cool. She's got her in a chair, like you know. Who do you work for? I'm building. I'm putting together a team. Well, no, superpower. It's almost people. like okay. Who do you work for? The the Russian, you know, the yeah. Soviets. That she's like no. I'm like, <laughs> and apparently she's. They show a couple of shots, and it shows um, scenes of her watching him. Hawkeye. Oh right. During some of the things that we've in seen movies. in movies. Yeah. And then there's a there's a, kind of a funny part that it showed that she's doing some like cheerleader tryout with something that she's spinning almost uh, back to um 
Oh, um, kick ass. Oh, okay. Kind of the way she she's doing, but then it like cuts to ass. cuts to Kurt doing something at a mall with a lady's purse <laughs> that somebody like. All oh, right. Which is funny, is my That's daughter cool. has the same purse. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, like stops this guy from robbing this lady. Yeah, and he's like whirling this purse around, doing the same thing. That's cool. And then it, like flashes to her doing the doing the same things. Thing. Yeah, that's cool. And then, I'll look at it. I'll look yeah, at it. Yeah, and look it up, and, and we'll talk about that. And uh, you know, we had a couple people comment on stuff and wanting to ask us about like what we thought was the best of last year best movie of last year Ooh. your favorite movie of last my year. favorite movie of last year i'm gonna steal this from you because it probably was is the invisible man invisible man yeah. uh, that was also my top movie of last yeah. year probably invisible man i loved yeah. it all right uh do you have a favorite record that came out last year no not no. really I honestly one. honestly um the Mandalorian soundtrack. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I've got that quite a bit. So yeah. for me, the, I think the record I listened to the most was the is a EP from the Midnight. It's a called the Horror the Midnight Horror Show. Okay, which I think I played for you at work. It's the one that's it's very oh, synth yeah, yeah. 80s yes, stuff. Yes, yes. I've listened to that a ton of times and really enjoyed that. So that came out in October, but I'm still listening to it a ton. Right. So I think that would be my yeah probably my record of the year. Um. TV show, <laughs> three, two, one, Mandalorian season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. I mean, it's it's almost boring to talk about. <laughs> I will have to say, I did like Cobra Kai. Yeah, it was fun. And you liked what's the show called? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I haven't Love watched it yet. It. I know. I know. I need to watch it. People oh my god! Me. I, I will watch it. Well, I mean, I, I'm a soccer guy. I've yeah. played it since I was four. I've coached for decades. Um. In the whole concept of it, he is a college football coach, like some Division two college, mm-hmm. and apparently... Wait, when you say football? As in American football. Okay. As in Hut Hut Hike. Okay. Um, anyway, some, like, EPL team in England, yeah. um, apparently the owners are getting a divorce and the wife is getting the team. Right. So she wants to like screw the she husband over. Fail. So she hires him right, right. as the coach for a soccer mm-hmm. football team. And just the, you know, he's like this always sunny kind right. of guy. Right. And you know, everybody else is this typical British dry. Right. I would, I will watch it. It's, yeah. it's really funny. That's cool. There's like, They've already slated for like two more seasons. Cool. I know they're yeah they're producing it now. So. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, anything and, else best from last year? Oh, man, I just don't have a whole lot of nice things to say about last year. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody shouldn't. Yeah. Um, even if it was, don't. even if it was, don't. We don't want to hear it. <laughs> no. Um, you know, honestly, uh, and I know we haven't talked about a lot of stuff of it on on the air this last year. I've been really disappointed in comics this last year. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I'm just not reading enough for the right ones. I, there just hasn't I mean, been maybe there's some year. independent ones that are out there. I know I got to get back in the Jim Henson ghost stories. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of a lot of those issues that I haven't gotten. And when I started that, that looked really good. I don't know about you, but for me, it's, it's comics can sometimes be a, a thing where I get into a phase of it for a while. I get in the comic zone. And then I just get out for a while, and I don't read anything. 
until there's one that catches my eye. Well, and then, you know, it's like we were so excited for the House of X. Those were so good. We chronicle all that on here. Yeah. yeah, and we did. And we loved it. After that series ran, you know, th- they started with New Mutants and Marauders and, you know, all these kind of ones that kind of split off. They started, like, the first couple of ep- issues of each one of them were really pretty good. And, like, New Mutants, which I'm a huge New Mutants fan, yeah. which I was disappointed in the movie. Right. I liked, but... You liked it. I liked it, it, it but... It was just okay. It was just okay. Uh, better than Wonder Woman, but still okay. Right. Um, anyway, you know, it, the story's really dropped off. It's mm-hmm. like... I, I... It started off almost that heyday of that... 80s, 90s. I felt like that. Era. Yeah. And then it just completely, I think once again, you're getting too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And you're really dropping a story. When the focus changes, uh, it totally did. Because look at, different. I mean, look at the runs in the 80s and 90s on all the, a bunch of the comics. Yeah. You had a guest artist or a guest writer on one or two issues, but you had, you know, a long run. With the same writer, a lot of the same art, you know, couple, maybe one or two artists on mm-hmm. issues. Yep. Same run on that. And and how they developed a story over time. Right. You know, it seems like, okay, there's a group now that it's, okay, well, we've got these these artists and, and this pool of artists and this pool of writers. Okay, well, this is what, you know, the, a basic outline of what we want. You do whatever. Right. And, and I think it suffers. Modern day comics, I think, have suffered for that. Sure. Well, maybe so, this year will be better for comics. I hope so. Fingers crossed. I hope so. This year will be better for everything. I hope. Uh, I know our buddy Sean is getting the uh, Old Republic issues. I'm going to get that. He I says haven't started he's, it yet. He says they've started out pretty good, so we'll see. Yep. I'm willing to do any Star Wars there is right now. Right. So I need to do that. I'll probably check that out. But um, Anything else? trying to think nothing really off the top of my head um gonna get that uh copy of uh the devil came to st louis another one because get get one now because later on there will be revisions just saying that's all we're saying that's all we're saying all right um but anyway (laughs) well listen guys we have a twitter that you can follow and tweet at us it's at geek sinks we're also on facebook Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink. Uh, and, or you can email us, nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com. Right. Uh, we have a Redbubble store with some stuff on there. Right. Um, we are on Instagram. We're on Instagram as well. And we have our group that we sometimes yeah. put different stuff on. The group is fun on Facebook. Yep. Uh, and uh, my personal Twitter is at dkreft, at D-K-R-E-F-F-T. And mine is at C-D Stein, S-T-E-I-N, 6 9 uh, Hotmail.com. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, I almost did. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was a simple mistake. I know. Oh, good times, great oldies. Yeah. One hundred three point three. Anyway, <laughs> well, maybe we should go. I think we should. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. Uh, we'll we look forward to getting back into this and hanging Absolutely. out with you guys and. Doing all the nerd stuff that we do. Do a little more review next time on on WandaVision. I'm sure we will. Um, and we'll, I, you know, we've had, like I said, we had some things and we talked about it briefly. 
some of the things like a review of 2020. Maybe we'll get a little more if you guys if have some like stuff. It. I don't know. We, I we'll don't see. Know. And yeah. I got some. I hopefully there are some cool guests we can have pretty soon. So oh yeah, we'll we'll get there. Uh, that's I, it for me. I, I think we may have to have to have a happy hour episode. That would be fun. I'm looking uh, at you, I'm, Dustin. Yeah. Uh, uh, not me. I'm not looking in a mirror and saying no, that to myself. No, no. I'm talking about. Dustin. Are you like? Uh, was it uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm I'm worth it. I'm you know. Oh oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. You know. What anyway, yeah. that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Dustin Thacker, yeah. our buddy. Anyway, <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Have a good one, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Mm-hmm.